Hello and welcome, Rachel Maddox here. This is Rebloom Our World, a podcast for world-changing witches here to birth personal and collective post-traumatic growth miracles. I am so glad you're here and I can't wait to dive in with today's episode. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Okay, I have genuine, authentic excitement, joy, pure delight to be bringing this podcast to you. Welcome. This is the first official Rebloom Our World podcast. And what I want to do here, right off the bat, is actually tell you the story of all of the ways that I stopped myself from making this podcast and then how I finally got unstuck in a matter of moments essentially. And the reason why I want this to be the first episode of this podcast is because I know those of you who are listening might identify as world-changing witches, humans who are devoted to birthing a more beautiful society, culture, climate, through whatever your medicine is, be it art, coaching, counseling, poetry, word, whatever, music. And the truth is, we can't evolve our human species without each of our medicines alive and well. And so I have known for years that creating a podcast was part of my medicine. I love to speak. I love to teach. I love to tell stories. I love to interview people. I love to be interviewed. And I have a lot to share that I know can help people unlock their potential, their medicine, their aliveness, their vitality, their post-traumatic growth. And of course, That's a lot of what I do when I teach in the Rebloom Coach Training or when I work one-on-one with clients. But I've wanted for a really long time to give myself this medium of a free, accessible to anyone and everyone capsule of potions, of word potions that people could receive. And yet, I have stopped myself for literally like five years. So... If you're listening and you can relate to having something creative that you've been yearning to give the world, to gift the world, and you have procrastinated, and maybe as a result of procrastinating, you felt like a fraud or you felt like a failure or you felt like something is wrong with you, this is an episode for you on multiple fronts. I want you to feel unlocked in your capacity to freely pursue your creativity and share it. And I also want you to hear that maybe there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Maybe your approach is just not quite serving you because that's what I've come to for myself. There was nothing wrong with me the last five years. (laughs) I just was not approaching this in a way that would liberate me to really do it. And so if that's appealing to you, let's dive in. Okay, here is the main point that I want you to receive from this podcast episode. I'm going to repeat it a few times, but I'm going to start by just saying it very clearly. 
There are only two things that matter when it comes to making your art, and I'm using art broadly, right? Your art could be your business, it could be a book, it could be music, whatever. Making your art and feeling fulfilled in the process. There are two things that matter. The rest is just your ego and a bunch of other mumbo jumbo that you've been conditioned to think matters. Two things matter. One, that as you're making your art, you feel fully self-expressed, liberated, and alive. That doesn't mean you feel good, right? You might feel painful. Like I've written two books and there are definitely parts of the book writing process that are painful as fuck. So you might feel painful. Um, but ultimately you have a feeling of aliveness and total self-expression. The other thing that matters for you to end up feeling fulfilled with your art is that the people who would benefit from receiving your expression of aliveness can receive your art. You have made it possible for them to receive your art. I know a lot of people who make art in private and make art in private and make art in private and never share it. And it, it just, it doesn't feel complete, right? And I'm somebody who has historically, I'm, I'm an artist, right? Like from the very beginning of time, I stole my dad's typewriter and took it into my bedroom and stashed it away and wrote poems. So like, I don't think there's anything wrong with making our art in private, but if you only ever make your art in private, if you never share, ultimately that's going to feel like constipation. It's going to feel like you're holding in this massive shit that just wants to come out and it starts to make you sick and it starts to make you feel like something's wrong with you and maybe you're not good enough and it's just a negative feedback loop. So the two pieces are expressing your medicine, expressing your art, and letting it reach the folks who need it, who want it, who would be moved by it. All right, so that brings us to this moment and the creation of this podcast. I'm going to tell you a story. And in this story, I want you to listen for all the things that I let get in the way of me making this podcast. And then what I did at the end of the day to get it done. Okay, so just be listening for that. So once upon a time, I wanted to start a podcast. This was probably five years ago. And what I did was I wrote down all the episodes I could ever record, all the people I wanted to interview. And on that list of people were, of course, people I was like intimidated by, who I thought were better than me, who I thought would never actually accept an invitation to a podcast. But still, I was like, okay, I can work up the courage. I can do this. And then I hired a podcast manager and they told me to get really clear on my niche and who the podcast was for, to write the podcast description to uh, make the podcast cover art and to get a really clear calendar for when I was going to promote and the promotion schedule and to plan a whole season and now I don't know if you know the Myers-Briggs but I am a P a perceiver which is like an unplanned motherfucker like I do not like planning I can create structures and strategies and systems but I don't want to then follow them I'm great at creating them but I hate 
planning. I have never had a marketing plan that I followed. <laughs> I've made them, but I don't follow them. I've never, um, I just like schedules are my nightmare, you know, loose. Okay. But specific, not so much. So every time I hired a podcast manager, which by the way, I did like three or four times. I basically, after a week or two of trying to do what they told me to do, failed and told them, I'm so sorry, here, let me pay you whatever for our consultation so far, and I can't do this. This isn't the right time for me, okay? And then I would go back into my journal and notebook, and like six months later, I'd be like, wait, I still really want to do a podcast. And I'd go back and I'd look at my notes and I'd like get get all inspired and dream up again what I wanted to do. And then again, do the same process where I reach out, I hire someone, they tell me, go fit inside of this box and then come back to me. And I would take their box home and I'd want to cry. And I would just rip their box up and write back to them, so sorry, here, how much do I owe you? The end. Okay, I did this so many times that it's embarrassing. And so... It was like August of 2020. I was with my boyfriend in Colorado and I shook his hand and I made a promise that by the end of the year I would start a podcast. Okay, it's January 5th, 2022 and I'm finally doing it. I just kept finding myself getting stuck in the same loop where I was trying to fit into a box that didn't work for me. And then the thought of like, okay, I have to make the intro to the podcast and I have to edit the intro to the podcast and I have to, uh, everything has to sound good and I have to get the right microphone and the microphone has to work and everything has to work, blah, 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 blah. Okay. None of that was true. So here we are. Um, let's review the story. Where did I get stuck? I got stuck one, thinking that it had to happen a certain way for it to happen at all. Two, thinking that the way it had to happen was by following the conventional norm and the plan that other people have created. And then three, um, sort of like I ignored my own inner disgust with a plan or my own inner resistance. I thought something was wrong with me, not the style that I was approaching things with from, right? Like I'm to blame. Something's wrong with me that I haven't started the podcast. All of these podcast producers, they all know what they're doing and I suck. I can't do it. Right? So I got stuck in those three places. And the fourth place, which is sort of implied here, or yeah, is that I was really thinking like this podcast is going to be the next fill in the blank for the wild. Um, on being, finding our way, like it's going to be the next big shit. And so therefore I have to do it perfectly because if I don't do it perfectly, it won't be the next big shit. And if it's not the next big shit, what I really want to do with this podcast, which is interview my idols, won't be possible. They'll never say yes to me. So all of these things created sort of impossible conditions for me to create a podcast, right? It was just like, I set myself up for failure and I failed and I did it over and over and over again, like for five years. All right. So, um, let's take a little detour. I want to talk about book writing because I've also written two books and the same 
thing can very easily happen when it comes to writing a book. You're like, if I don't get the publishing deal, if I don't have it perfect, if I don't fill in the blank, I'll never get that accolade. And if I never get that accolade, then I'll never be famous. And if I'm never famous, then I'll never make an impact. I've written and published two books. I've sold about 25 or 30,000 copies of my first book, Secret Bad Girl, which is fucking awesome. I have no idea how many copies of Rebloom I've sold. I haven't checked. I just have no idea. It isn't that many. (laughs) I never really marketed the book. It doesn't really matter. In the end, the people who need the books are finding them. And I never got a publishing deal. I never made it onto some list. I never got like interviewed by someone famous. I'm not famous in my opinion, right? It doesn't matter. Like those things don't matter. What matters is I wrote the books. I let them come through me and the and I made them available for other people to receive. And in the process of birthing those books, I was changed. I was changed through each book into the kind of person that that put a stake in the ground and said, this is what I believe in. This is my medicine. This is my story. I was changed into the kind of person that could take responsibility for the impact of her story, her words, her philosophies, who could handle the, the pressure and the praise and the feedback of other people's opinions and perspectives. And therefore, I became the kind of person who was trusted by others to lead. When we make our art, and when we make our art available for others to receive, when we make our art and when we share our art, whether it's an Instagram post or a business offering, we all of the sudden cross the threshold from dreaming child or angsty adolescent into responsible adult We have put something out into the world that we are now responsible for, the impact of. And that's part of why people don't do it, right? But by saying, I'm willing to be responsible, we also receive the benefits. We receive the benefits of people saying, hey, I want to learn from you. Hey, I want to be friends with you. Hey, I want to hire you. Hey, I want to give you money. (laughs) And we all need money. So, hey, I want to interview you. Hey, I want to recognize you for your art. We, we earn the benefits of our adulthood when we put a stake in the ground and say, okay, I'm going to make this thing. But it doesn't have to be perfect for it to be adult. It doesn't have to be perfect. And that brings me to the creation of this podcast. So you've heard the story so far and all the places I got stuck. But how did we get here to this moment with you listening in your earbuds or on your speaker to me talking into a podcast? It's a funny story. I was doing the thing I've always done, which is following my number one life rule, which is when things are hard, get help. And I was like, okay, this is hard. This has historically been hard for me. I'm going to, I'm going to try to hire someone. I'm going to try again. I'm going to put out a call for a podcast manager, but this time I'm going to tell them who I am and how I create. I'm going to say it needs to be spontaneous. There needs to be no production calendar. I can't give you my niche. Like, fuck all that shit. I just want to make the podcast, right? And 
there's something magical that happened. I put this post out on Monday. Today's Wednesday when I'm recording this episode. Because I owned how I needed to do this podcast thing, because I was like, hey, listen, I need to make the podcast, but I can't do it that way. It has to be this way. First of all, of course, I got a million really, really, really great applicants. If you're listening and you applied, thank you. Like seriously, so many incredible people showed up and they were like, hey, I'd love to work with your spontaneity. I love your style. We can do this. But then what happened was for me even better. I had a friend reach out and tell me, hey, I have a hack. There's a way that I'm making my podcast that I think would really work for you. It is 100% spontaneous. There's basically no technology involved. I don't edit anything and it automatically uploads to iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. And also at the same time, sends an email to my entire list. I was like, like, what is this hack? And the hack was Substack, which is just a platform. Um, It's sort of like a blogging platform, but you can also record a podcast on it. And she's like, come over, I'll show you what I'm doing. It's so easy. It's, you're going to love it. And I was like, okay. So she comes, so I go over to her house and she's like, okay, look at this. She presses play on her phone of a recording of her intro to the podcast that she like got made on Fiverr by somebody, right? While she presses record in Substack. So it's record in Substack, record on the phone or play on the phone of the intro to her podcast. The podcast intro stops, and then she just starts talking. Now, this is somebody who I think is probably fairly confident, like, riffing an entire podcast without stopping or editing or subtracting anything. So that really worked for her. Um, But she was like, the alternative is you could do the exact same thing in GarageBand, except just press start and stop, and then, like, when you want, and then just upload the file right here into Substack, And then below the file in Substack, you have the place where you can write essentially a blog post that's also a newsletter. And when you're finished, you press like publish and it gives you the option to upload everything to Lisbon, which is the hosting platform for podcasts that then populates it to iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else. So basically in one step, a podcast can get created. Now, I'm currently making recording this episode without having made any podcast art yet, without having gotten my like Lisbon backend URL. So there's a few more small steps that I'm going to have to do, but I'm not going to have to do any back and forth with anyone. I am recording this in GarageBand, but I literally am not using a microphone. I have my computer on top of a stool that has a blanket over it. And I'm in like a random Airbnb and there's air conditioning on or heater on. I don't care, right? Like this is not the best audio production you've ever heard, but is the medicine coming through? Yes. And in fact, the whole point is that like the quality of production does not have to be perfect for the essence of your medicine to come through. And this is something that I think stops so many people who tend toward perfectionism. And I wouldn't say I tend toward perfectionism, but I am really into like excellence. 
And I think that's part of what has stopped me, right? I've been like, I really want this to be excellent. I want it to be superior or supreme or superb or whatever fucking word I want to use here. And the reality is all of that stopped me from just making a podcast. And in the moment that I said, hey, I can't do it the way I was doing it. I can't do it in this way that's like trying to fit into the box. I need to do it in a much more free-flowing way. In the same moment, practically, the solution arrived. So this is like sort of the moral of the story. It's not that my specific podcasting hack is what you should use for your podcasting. It's, although go for it, please, by all means, this is like saving my life here. It's more so that if you're a spontaneous creator, go with your strength. If you are stuck in perfectionism and it's stopping you from putting your art out and you feel like shit, challenge yourself to put it out shitty. Like get the shit out of you instead of having it make you feel sick. This has been, you know, making me feel sick, essentially. It's been stuck inside of me. And the great news is this isn't the last podcast I'll ever make. This is just the first episode. If I want to change the intro, I can change the intro. If I want to end up hiring someone who edits the sound, I can. But right now, I just want to fucking get this shit out, right? And I don't want to stop myself and I don't want to let like an imposter syndrome or perfectionism or tech challenges stop me. I want to make this as simple as possible. Um, you know, similarly, I think when we're talking, thinking about Instagram, we're like obsessing over what does it look like and what are people going to think and um, is it the perfect color and the perfect photo and the perfect all of this shit and no one actually cares. Nobody cares. Some of my most shared and liked and like engaged with posts were screenshots of notes that I wrote in my phone or were just like really random off the cuff, spontaneous things that I posted on a day where I'd already posted two things. Like no one cares, right? People just want your medicine. And the reality is you don't care either. You don't care about perfection. You're just using that to stop you because you're afraid of your heart's expression. And that's okay. We've all experienced shame. We've experienced repression sometimes. We've experienced all kinds of things that are very valid reasons why we might fear our expression. So I'm not like trying to invalidate that. But I do want to hone in on this point, which is that perfectionism won't save you. Perfectionism won't get you the approval that you think you want, the praise that you think you want. It won't get you the customers or the clients or the money that you think you want. What gets you those things is letting yourself be really seen and known without all of the pretenses, without all of the bells and whistles that actually can sometimes be a distraction. You know, what, what really gets you seen and known is letting your, your voice sing without any production in the background, right? Stripping bare, sharing yourself. That's how you're seen and known. So are you hiding behind thinking something has to be perfect, thinking something has to be created in a certain way? And for me... I was, because the truth is, 
I really, 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 really want an awesome podcast. Uh, right? And it's something I actually have felt a lot of vulnerability around. And at this point, I got to the fuck it stage, thank God, where I'm like, you know what? I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't care if it's this big dream that I had. I just want to do it. So maybe if you're also in that place where you are giving up on whatever ego dream you had for your art and giving in to the real soul calling, which is just to express your medicine and share it. I hope this podcast was helpful for you. Okay. I think that's a wrap. I'll see you next time. Bye. If you loved today's show, it would mean so much to me if you subscribed shared with a friend, or left a review. They all help more ears hear this medicine. P.S. Best P.S. Ever. That song that you're hearing, my best friend Jody McLaren and I wrote. And if you search Love Will Find a Way, Rachel Maddox and Jody McLaren, it will come up. It's such medicine. Go enjoy it. Oh my god, PPS post postscript. I made the intro and the outro to this podcast by pressing play on the song at the same time that I spoke into the recorder. Anything is possible.